Welcome, Bankless Nation, to a very unique episode of State of the Nation. I am joined by my buddy Michael Wong, while Ryan Sean Adams takes a very well-deserved vacation. So we got Chief Culturist over at Bankless LLC, Michael Wong, taking the shoes of Ryan while he is taking that well-deserved vacation. We are happy sure. you are joining us. Uh, we are joined by you, Michael Wong. And again, we are very happy that the Bankless Nation is once again watching the state of the nation. Michael Wong, how are you doing today? What's up, Bankless Nation? I'm doing good. Um, this is my first time using a mic like this, so I'm going to try not to talk like this into it, but uh, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. If this is your first State of the Nation, we are coming at you live on the YouTube every Tuesday at 11 a.m. PST, 2 p.m. EST, and then it goes out on the podcast Wednesday morning. We are talking about what's going on in the world of crypto, talking about what's going on in the news cycle and what's going on in current events, except this week is a little bit different because we have two surprise announcements. One of them is why Michael Wong is here in the first place and another announcement out of a designer from the Bankless DAO. Uh, and so our announcement with Michael Wong here is going to come in the second half of the show. In the first half of the show, we're going to talk about how Bankless DAO is propagating crypto culture with Big apparel uh, and really changing what it means to uh, participate and proliferate crypto culture. Michael right. Wong, what do you uh, tease, uh, tease the first half of the show for us a little bit? Listen, guys, um, this dude, Sinjin, we got on here for you. Uh, you've never met someone like this before. By the way, his name's Sinjin. If you're in the Dow, you know the boy I'm about to bring on here. Um, and you guys are about to hear from the horse's mouth what culture sounds like and going to look like uh in crypto moving forward we're all part of it right if you're listening to this you're, you're part of making crypto happen or sorry excuse me crypto culture happen um we're just putting it into threads and and pixels and stuff you know what i'm saying so i'm excited to show you guys who sinjin is and his background um this is how we bridge the real world with our crypto world right until until they're all one copacetic world so yeah excited to bring sinjin on excited to talk about what's going on in the second half as well yeah, the second half of the show, I think, is going to uh, really change the game with regards to a crypto content, but I won't tease it too much here. Uh, before we get into it, we want to let you know about Ledger has recently integrated uh, Paraswap through the Ledger Live app. And so Ledger is continuously uh, equipping the bankless nation with financial tools. It, it, it kind of feels like a, a Tesla where, where Teslas, uh, they, they, they uh, get software updates and the car actually gets better. Well, Ledger's, the Ledger hardware wallet allows you to be self-sovereign about your money and finance, allows you to live a bankless, bankless life, and now has the power of of Paraswap, which is a DeFi aggregator at, its, at your fingertips. And so not only do you keep custody of your money, but you also get the best rates in DeFi. Uh, so if you don't know about Paraswap, it's a DEX aggregator that allows you to exchange all the Ethereum native tokens at the best rates mm. and compares rates across all decentralized exchanges. Your private keys never leave your hands when you exchange your crypto assets. Self-sovereign financial assets with DeFi power tools at your fingertips. Uh, check it out. If you have sure. not used the Ledger Live app before, uh, it is continuously becoming more and more powerful as DeFi becomes more and more powerful. Uh, Michael, since I am in Ryan's shoes and you're in my shoes, I'm going to ask and you And your apartment. Question. And your, your old apartment. <laughs> my too, old dude. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if your big list of, uh, watchers hadn't, hadn't clued into that yet. Uh, I'm going to ask you the question that Ryan okay, asks me it. every single episode. Michael Wong, what is the state of the nation today? Oh, guys, we are, we are coping right now. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> the, sta the state of the nation is propagating. 
folks. The state of nation is propagating. It's spreading. If you could feel the culture right now, it is changing under our feet in the best ways. People are asking you about crypto. Your Uber drivers talking about crypto. Um, and they're excited about it too. They're not, they're not as destitute as some of us. So it's, it's propagating guys. And we're going to talk to you about the different ways we're helping make it propagate and permeate into this world. All right, guys, we're going to get right into what is coming out of Sinjin and Bankless Dow just after we get to some of these fantastic sponsors that make this show possible. Guys, we've entered a bull market. Now is the time to start building your crypto empire and you should do it on Gemini. You already know Gemini is the world's most trusted crypto exchange, but now you can do even more than trade. You can earn. You can take one of your crypto assets and park it in an interest earning Gemini account where you can get up to 7.4% annualized. There's nothing more satisfying than earning passive income on an asset that you're already bullish on. This is a crypto native superpower. You know what's coming soon too? A Gemini crypto credit card. Yep, that's a credit card, not a debit card. It gives you rewards and hard money crypto assets, not something inflationary like airline miles or hotel points gives you up to 3% cash back in crypto. The card is coming in Q2, but you should get on the waiting list right now and we'll include a link. See what I mean? This is more than just trading. Gemini is your bridge to crypto for the bull market. Open a free account in less than three minutes at gemini.com slash go bankless. Get $15 in Bitcoin after you trade your first $100. That's gemini.com slash go bankless. Balancer is DeFi's most powerful automated market maker. Typical AMMs just have two tokens inside of one liquidity pool, which can lead to fractured liquidity across the many pairs in DeFi. With Balancer, you can access the full power of multiple tokens inside of one single AMM, which unlocks an entirely new playing field of possibility. This makes Balancer an awesome building block for so many different use cases. Balancer pools can make asset indexes, but instead of paying fees to portfolio managers, Balancer lets you collect fees from traders who use your portfolio for liquidity. Additionally, Balancer smart pools can be programmed to have properties that change according to predetermined rules, such as changing the swap fee based on market conditions, or even liquidity bootstrapping pools, which can help you launch and distribute your token with day one liquidity. At Bankless, we used a liquidity bootstrapping pool to sell our BAP t-shirts to much success. Balancer V2 brings powerful new features that makes your money work even harder for you. In V2, idle tokens are capable of generating yield in DeFi without sacrificing liquidity in the pool. To top things off, Balancer is reimbursing gas costs with BAL rewards, meaning that your gas fees are reimbursed up to the cost of the transaction with the Balancer governance token. Balancer's mission is to become the primary source of liquidity in DeFi by providing the most flexible and powerful platform for asset management and decentralized exchange. Dive into the Balancer pools at pools.balancer.exchange today. All right, Bankless Nation, we are back with Michael Wong and Sinjin, who we are going to get to in a second. Just for those who are a little bit confused in the YouTube chats, no, Ryan and Sean Adams did not go anywhere. He is taking a well-deserved week off. He got uh, a family, dog. Yeah, you're doing family with, stuff. Doing family stuff. For, for what it's worth, the Bankless world has never missed a podcast or state of the nation. And so Ryan gets to go on vacation and we do not miss in the world of Bankless. And so the show must go on. Uh, Michael Wong is filling in for Ryan's in uh, for this week. Uh, but next week, Ryan will be right back at it. He's not going anywhere. Um, but also, Michael Wong isn't going anywhere either. Uh, and so we will. That is for the second half of the show. But for the first half of the show, we have Sinjin here. Um, Michael Wong, tee up Sinjin. Uh, okay. Who, who is this guy? You know what? I was wondering the same thing about two months ago. Who is this guy? 
Um, and if it looks like we got him from the forest, is and it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a coincidence. Sinjin, um, awesome name, Mr. Sinjin Wesson. We are so grateful to have him here and working for the DAO. Um, bef- this he was uh, connected to David and I before the DAO existed, and uh, I'm gonna let him give his own uh, background here for a moment. But the things that this gentleman can do and the, the way he thinks totally aligns with, I think, the way you listener are thinking about how we need to be perpetuating crypto culture beyond crypto Twitter, beyond crypto YouTube. Um, Sinjin is the guy. David knew it as soon as he saw his application in the email. He's like, we got to get this guy on video. Now we're giving you guys the video of Sinjin. Um, I'm happy happy you're here, Sinjin, and off of Discord. I'm happy to be chatting with you today. Man, thank you so much for that intro and and all the love. And thank you for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure working with you guys, working with the Dow, working with the culture, building it. And you mentioned propagating earlier, man. Yeah, we growing. You know, I'm out here with the trees. <laughs> we got that. Everything is growing. It's springtime. It's summertime. It's lush. It's, you know, people are are popping off on all these new ideas, right. uh, all this crypto that's growing around us. So uh, it's that's good right. to be here. Thank you. Oh, we're happy you're here, man. Um, you have quite the background. Um, and that's kind of my, my first intro to you is hearing like, hey, first and foremost, you guys should take me seriously because I, I am these things and I've done these things. And now I'm trying to do it with crypto. So why don't you give us a little bit of that background and give the Bankless Nation uh, some color into your life? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So I started in design when I was really young. I actually wanted to grow up and be a cartoonist. Uh, like Garfield, he was more edgy than Snoopy. Um, ended up making my own clothing line while I was in high school and in a small town in Missouri. And I kind of like had a midlife crisis when I was 20. (laughs) You know, I realized like if I stay here, I'm not gonna be able to do the dreams that I want to do. And so that actually ended up leading me all the way out to Los Angeles where the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. And there I uh, majored in apparel manufacturing management. Um, Ended up getting student of the year for that work. And uh, while there, Uh, researched fashion and technology and like um, you know at the time there was this really cool project by Philips called Loom Alive and they were doing LEDs on uh, on clothing so if you could imagine our clothing evolving to having like you know wearable art that moves around is programmable and like I I saw this uh, in like 2007 and it's still coming guys like I I don't I don't think people know like like this it's it's still just getting started in this world so uh and 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 it's great to have like like there's so much resonance with bankless and this uh merging of creativity technology and and creative expression and culture so um finding lots of resonance here and uh yeah if you'd like here i'll I'll, uh, I'll do a screen share show us dude some of the works yeah and talk about like what you did right after fit yeah that'd be dope yeah, and uh, just for for context for the Bankless listeners, we are talking all about culture today. And so Sinjin, he's a designer. Uh, and while we typically talk about crypto assets, uh, you know, decentralized money, internet money, capital assets, uh, DeFi tokens, you know, exchanges, all these financial terms, what we want to do ultimately with crypto as an industry and as a technology is change the world. We want to change the world. And it starts with technology and it starts with money. But if crypto doesn't change culture and it doesn't change how we act uh, amongst ourselves and literally at some point in time, the clothes that we wear, uh, then we have then we won't actually change anything. And so the, the bullish case for crypto yeah. is that a new financial paradigm exists. 
but the really the 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 end result that I'm focused on is how do we change how do we change the people and the way that we engage with each other, uh, and so that's why we've brought on uh, Sinjin out of the Bankless DAO to to you know just tackle the the apparel side of things and the design side of things. And so uh, Sinjin, before we go into what you are equipping us out of the Bankless DAO, talk us a, a little bit more about your work history and what you have designed in the past. Yeah, so I want to share this with you. Uh, when I was at FITM, we did uh, some some research into this uh, this Philips LumaLive technology, and so this is kind of what it is. You can see this on YouTube, and like imagine this evolved with, you know, much more modern technology and soft fabrics, mm -hmm. and it's it's totally washable. And um, so cool. yeah, so that that's kind of like that's what I've been playing around with, uh, you know, and and we've uh we're going to be doing some really cool stuff so uh, no i also started working with a screen printer to understand like how uh graphics work on clothing how to how does you know what what are all the things that we can do what are the limitations i worked for this awesome company for many years called life clothing in los angeles and you know we did we did all kinds of things uh sublimations um collections and lots of work for uh buckle top shop you know christmas uh, all your all your like you know halloween oh, let's go. costumes all the kinds bankless of stuff. christmas sweater that's dope <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so logos you know uh, all kinds of graphics and uh women's men's uh you know really paying attention to what's the pulse of the culture as large and how do we make uh meme worthy t-shirt graphics apparel clothing that speaks to what is resonating with people um and this one right here i'll i'm going to highlight this one space flag this was one i did for urban outfitters and um this was a top seller for a couple summers and um even at one point we had like uh, uh dj tiesto was like wearing that one and uh, i would go out on the streets and i could see uh random people wearing it you know that i didn't even know um, so yeah, there he is. He's like DJing with it. Um, mm -hmm. and so, so like, this is what I'm thinking too, you know, for, for bankless, you know, what, what can we do that is this like, you know, next level, uh, designs that you can wear that, you, that resonate with the culture, you know? So this is, this is what we're thinking about. And, and what's great too, working with bankless is like, it's not only myself, we have, uh, you know, a mind and hearts of so many people that are on the same and ready to create, ready to collaborate. And uh, this this was also another one here that I did for uh, a company called Beta Brand. So the idea here brand. was to do a, uh, uh, it's called Chalkboard Genius. And I took like the 10 formulations, the most popular formulations of science and put them on a repeating pattern. And we made a, a button up print with this. And I actually seriously got out a chalkboard and I literally, <laughs> you know, did every one of those in cool. uh, a chalkboard so this is like the level i just want to show like the level of quality of what we're trying to do here we're not just trying to like open up canva and take an icon and you know throw it on there and that's the end of the day that's what i did for the I bankless mean, shirt bro don't hate <laughs> <laughs> the bankless box though was sick though yeah i appreciate that sinjin thank you so much man yeah i'll tell you so what back here yeah, I'll tell you what, guys, when I saw Sinjin's work for the first time um, and what he's doing for Urban Outfitters, Tilly's Buckle, um, I was like, hey, this is the bridge we need to cross right now. He was talking about, can we throw an NFT on the like inside the jeans and stuff like that? And I was like, hey, let's get this guy in the freaking discord right now. Um, he's talking about the right stuff. So when I when I hear Sinjin talking about culture in general, 
Um, I like the idea that he's just using apparel as a vector, as a vehicle to kind of propagate the cultures that he's working with. So him jumping into the bankless cohort, um, that's where your guys are that are in the DAO that have seen the designs that Sinjin's working on and that we're releasing today, by the way. Um, they're, they're different. They're huge. They're pushing the boundaries. They're helping people understand crypto in a different way. Um, so thank you for that, Sinjin. I think is Dave, what do you think about showing the, uh, the shirt that we're dropping today? Uh, first, let's get into a conversation around the intersection of crypto values and, and crypto tools and uh, apparel in the, the you know, TradFi apparel, if you will, mm -hmm. or legacy apparel. Um, I, I think both of you are pretty privy to um, some of the problems, I would say, about the legacy apparel world, which we are now trying to infiltrate as a community. Um, and so, Michael, maybe maybe you could tease Sinjin up as to what we are trying to fix in the world of apparel. Yeah, good question or good point. So um, we hate H&M. We hate Forever 21. Uh, fast fashion is is clothes that are ruining the environment. This does not go with our ETH2 uh, clean, um, you know, philosophy in, 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 in the world. So, you know, as far as people aligning ourselves with that vision, trying to do apparel, um, that's why Sinjin's helping us figure out, okay, what's the, what's the most sustainable way to make this stuff happen um, in ways that aren't creating a lot of waste, right? So first and foremost, I'll, I'll let Sinjin talk to some of this. He's helping articulate some of our ethos around you know, printing on demand. Mm -hmm. um, people are talking about the quality of the bankless box logo that they're just receiving now. Listen, you're, he's about to talk to you guys. This is not the guy putting Gildens on your back right now, okay? We are working hard to try and find the, the best quality stuff, um, and we're scaling up. I'll put it that way. So let, let's, oh, for, for, our, for our listeners, can you define fast fashion as well? Because I think that does a really good job of illustrating what the problem really is. I'll let I'll let the Fitum guy do that. Go ahead, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, and, and I'm really glad that you're speaking to this. I read your first post about uh, bankless apparel. And uh, this was, I think it was around the time I sent my first video over to you. And um, I was just really impressed by your, your articulation of this issue. And you know, even, even noticing it because a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people are just trying to make much, you know, items and money as fast as possible without really thinking of the, the long-term consequences. And we, uh, you know, we're, we're actually trying to do something next level that is sustainable, that is long-term. And um, so with fast fashion, yeah, fast fashion, you could call it uh, the race to the bottom. It's really like the cheapest price, and like the lowest quality you can get away with and charge the most for. <laughs> and this has been an ongoing thing. Like there's also like been the people are owning and purchasing a higher number of clothing items per year than ever. Uh, if you go back to like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, people bought less clothing items, but they actually spent more money on them compared to their overall budget because they lasted longer. You know, it's fine to wear that same awesome winter coat for six years uh, because it's quality. And that's like things were made to last. And we've gotten away from that because it's all about, it's called neomania. This, this like, oh, it's new, so it's better. Mm. And that's not always the case. Like new isn't always better. And um, so, so we're, we're trying to actually speak to that. And, and like one thing that can be sustainable is making something really high quality, you know, uh, regardless of whether it's like organic or polyester or recycled polyester, whatever. Like if you take that same item, you care for it and you treasure it and you know, you wear it multiple times over years, that is like, that's way more sustainable than buying, you know, a new organic shirt every time you put one on, you know what I mean? Like, to, sure. so, um, I, I really, 
you know, like a lot of people don't catch that, that that sustainability is also like the quality. It's not even, sometimes it's not even about the organic or, you know, what it's made of, but it's like, you know, or, or it's like taking your jeans and you don't have to wash them every time, you sure. know? So, uh, but, but we're, we're trying to create something that's quality, long lasting, long-term and uh, fast fashion is like, it's really the opposite of that. <laughs> and how, how do you think that um, of all the, which you just mentioned about fast fashion, how does that go along with your ethos as a designer? Um, and I think we got a little bit of that when I first met you with David, um, just speaking about your ethos as a designer to produce unique quality apparel that is not wasteful. Yeah. And I think that comes to really making something that resonates, that hits, that you treasure and that you want to keep and, you know, rep and wear many times. Um, you, you know, that's, yeah. and I, and I, that's like kind of the North star that I try to aim for. Um, and, and yeah, this, this is a very important point. There's much to, to evolve on this topic. Um, I used to also volunteer with a company, uh, organization beyond the label. And if you guys ever, if you're interested in this topic, watch the documentary true cost and they, they spell all this out. And it's like a whole world in front of your eyes that you don't even know exists with fashion, but you never see it the same after that. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to solve a lot of things with crypto and, and it DNA and, and like, it should be part of everything that we do. And so That's why it's in, you know, the apparel that we're doing. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the overlap between crypto scarcity and the apparel that we're producing. Right. <clears throat> Bitcoiners are actually, uh, I got to give credit where, where credit due is credit is due. Bitcoiners are really tapped into this conversation. Uh, they talk about uh, long-term time horizons, um, having low time preference and, and as in, it's basically a, another way of saying delayed gratification. Right. But, uh, they, they also talk about the way that Bitcoin uh, dematerializes a lot of the value in the world because when you have scarce scarcity, when you have hard money that's hard to print, all of a sudden you have a lot more of incentive to hold on to your money, which means that you are it's it's more difficult to you know part with your money because you have harder money, which means that if you are buying something, you are buying something that you definitely absolutely want because you are parting with your bitcoins to get it. And it's not the same as parting with your dollars because a dollar today is not the same thing as a dollar tomorrow. Uh, and so the the very cerebral, the very brainy uh, t- uh, type of, of thought or, or you know, the Bitcoiners are re- really good at this. They will they will connect the money printer. The printing of 29% of all US dollars came out in 2020 and they will connect that to um, fast food, fast fashion, just what they call fiat goods, like goods that you know uh, you uh, that was made in China and it breaks after three uses. Um, the, the jury, you know, this is a, a very like hard thing to to prove. Is there an actual connection here? But I'm 100% like uh, behind this idea that like poor quality money generates poor quality goods in a society, and that's how crypto culture and the value of and of just appreciating scarcity as a part of your life can actually change the way that you live. Um, uh, Sinjin, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and, and I think that goes back to to how fashion, before it was fast fashion, it was more scarce. There were less items made, but they were higher quality. Um, and, and, you know, it just having having a closet with more items, but lower quality, you know, it creates more more trash to create you're spending more money um and you're getting less in the end mm-hmm. you know because you can't wear that item multiple times you can't pass it on you can't recycle it the same way 
um, yeah, and I and I think that's a point in the uh, apparel sustainability that doesn't get a lot of focus, but it's it's really vital, and I think it's it's growing. We're figuring it out more. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks it, for bringing that up. It reminds me of you know this intersection. <clears throat> excuse me. Reminds me of unisocks. Yeah, like this is this is um, crypto users, native crypto users, cluing into the idea that. There's scarce apparel, uh, obviously drawn in by the fact that there's a token behind it and a, and a bonding curve, but similar ideas, right? Where I'm, t- I'm trying to tap in, me, Sinjin, David here, we're trying to tap in to what's going on there. Like people want to rep this stuff. I mean, think about like Supreme. If you're listening right now and you understand the streetwear, streetwear world, sneakers, Supreme, um, that's artificial scarcity, right? Like they only want to release so many so that the resale price goes up so that, you know, um, so that There's they have a brand around scarcity, it, yeah. right? Uh, that's not necessarily what we're trying to do, right? We're, we, you know, by, you'll see when we talk about the drop later today, we don't want everything to be super available because, you know, we're all on this philosophy, this ethos of, of valuing scarcity. But also we want to, like, like we said, we want to propagate culture, right? So there's a lever to pull where maybe some of the shirts that we release are um, open to everybody, but some of them are a little bit more um, scarce. And then, people will seek those out that are uh, interested in those. So I think there's a, if you're thinking about Unisocks, if you think about the Gitcoin hacky sack, mm-hmm. even crypto punks cross over with some of the merch that they have or wearing your own bored ape on your chest. That stuff is right here where we're talking about. We're just getting started on the bankless side of it too. And as somebody who saw multiple people wearing Uniswap socks at uh, Bitcoin Miami, <laughs> uh, it was it was hot. Like everyone knew who it's was hot, wearing dude. the Uniswap socks, right? And so if you actually They're added fun. some scarcity into your apparel, you actually open up a complete design space of just to some degree, like gossip or just like chit chat or just open conversation about like, yo, that person's wearing unisocks. Like those, those are $60,000 yeah. socks right there. Like what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's a flex too, right? If, and also if you see me wearing my bankless shirt outside, you're, you're like, mm-hmm. bro, right? Mm-hmm. And then we want more of that. As we get to the 10th, 12th, 20th drop, there's going to be a lot of that going on. Right. Or, oh, he's wearing the Defiant shirt, even just to give a shout out to whoever it is. It doesn't even mm-hmm. need to just be bankless. Right. Like, I want to see more of that on the street, just like people who wear Supreme or sneakers. They do that with each other. They're like, oh, yeah. Or, or even a Rolex. Oh, he got a Rolex. Same vibe. Let's put that into the stuff that we're putting on our backs, which is also scarce real estate itself. Right. Absolutely. All right. So should we actually go right into exactly what we are dropping today? Because if we haven't said this enough, we are actually dropping apparel today. Uh, and so there Today. is a, a, a drop of three units going out. Uh, I've already bought mine because the Bankless DAO gets early access to this. Michael, can you uh, share with us a little bit about these sale details? Oh, dude, I'd like to do that right now. Let me share my screen. Mm-hmm. Take a look, guys. Paying homage to Cypherfunk history. Um, off the bat, I, if you're thinking right now about the box logo t-shirt that you saw, saw me wear, bought, saw somebody else buy, that's fire. That's iconic, right? We we did an, no cap release on that. We sold hundreds of units of it. Um, and I'm happy about that. I want people to be able to have that. If you're wondering, first and foremost, yo, Mike, why was that $90? Like, I got mm-hmm. the shirt. It's, it's a great shirt, but why did you just, I don't know if it's $90 worth the shirt. Hey, it's not about $90 worth the shirt. It's about the fact that you want to, that you are now part of that iconic piece of history that we have. And only a couple hundred people, a few hundred people have that with them. Think about that as I, as I show you what we're doing here. 
I'm not asking every single person to buy these things, but if it's interest, interesting to you, you better do it because there's only a few of them. So <clears throat> first and foremost, we have the Cypherfunk shirt. I'm going to let Sinjin give some color here, but I'm going to quickly show you the three things we're dropping. And we're going to do this once a month. Mm-hmm. If you remember last month, we did the box logo shirt. Thank you for everybody who got one. And I'm sure you're stoked about it. This time we're doing three completely different things. Two of them are capped. One of them's open. So everybody will have a chance to get one of them. But the other one, you better act fast. I'm about to press publish on this thing during this during this live stream. Right. So first and foremost is this uh, Cypherfunk shirt, which pays homage to all of our mm-hmm. um, founding fathers and, and folks. It For those that, that listened to the um, Before Bitcoin podcast that we did about two months ago, uh, where I read the B- Before Bitcoin series from Peter Pan, this was largely inspiration out of uh, that series from uh, from Peter Pan, who I also consider. This is a Sinjin original, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sinjin original. Sinjin original. Um, I'll let him give some color there. You're going to get a floppy disk with this thing. What? <laughs> You're going to get a floppy disk with this thing. I'm not even going to tell you what's on that thing. Let, let Sinjin do it. All right. So cypherpunk shirt, cypherpunk shirt with the, with the with the floppy disk, bruh. Check check this, check this tapestry. I wish I could zoom. This tap this is a velvet tapestry. I have a picture of the actual thing, but just imagine this being a velvet feeling tapestry. It can go on your wall, can go on your couch, your body, wherever you're feeling like you need to put this tapestry. It's very soft. Okay, so this tapestry is going out very limited, and then the t-shirt I'm wearing right now. This bankless tattoo. That's look at the look at that design, dude. Pretty fire with the with the lightning bolt, the little bang situation. Hit the back, hit the front, long sleeve. So year round, especially if you live in SoCal and want to wear the Oakleys with it. All right, Sinjin, why don't you tell us a little bit about the 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 cipher punk shirt? Yeah, the cipher punks, like David said, totally uh, inspired by the people who created the technology that's at the foundation of blockchain that we use every single day. And this is uh, this is our our call, our our kind of like flag that we're planning, saying like, look, we're about culture. Like we are doing bankless uh, logos, you know, bankless inspired designs, but we're also doing designs for the whole culture and uh th- this this drop right here this design cypherpunks uh, these guys helmet diffie merkel finney cohen gilmore chom uh I-, I highly recommend to listen to that podcast day where david read the peter pan article read the peter pan article we've got a link to it there um I mean, that could be like an entire Hollywood movie right there. Just the, the story of how this stuff is made. And, you know, these cypherpunks, like they went up against the U.S. government to really st- stand and say, look, we want the public to have access to these uh, encryption technologies. And, the you know, the public encryptions that we use today at the root of all blockchains is is made possible by these guys. So we can't pay enough respect, you know, they and they always say, like, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants and like these are the giants that that we're standing on. Um, and Tell us about so, the floppy disk. Tell us yeah, about the so floppy this, disk. This floppy disk is actually the original PGP software that uh, cool. that they use. Like they had secret meetings and they'd all have this floppy disk like handed out and it would have this PGP software. And uh, it was this encryption software. And um, this is what we're literally 
taking floppy disks and we're going to send them out to you. If you purchase this shirt is going to have PGP on it. I swear if you get a USB floppy reader, which you can get online, get one, pop this in, get an MS DOS emulator, and you're going to be able to pull it up on your computer. Yeah, this is Sinjin, guys. I told you, we I ain't putting Gildans on your back. This is the guy I got breaking shirts for us, and we're so excited. Thank you. Look, at he even had the Bankless DAO on that joint. Bankless DAO, <laughs> you've seen this? I hope you're buying this right now. You have There's the early links. If you're part there. of the Bankless DAO. You have the early, you have the early links. Why don't you yeah, tell us more about if the, you the zoom cool in on those? Uh, yeah. If you zoom in on the, on the design, on the, the numbers, uh, you, that those you. codes there, that's going to be, yeah, those are actually public key encryptions taken from old cypherpunk uh, emails. Bruh. So they've released, they have, Bruh. they have docs where they've recorded like the first years of uh, the back, like emails going back and forth about developing this technology. And that those, those numbers are not just random. They're actually taken from those Let's original see. emails from the '90s. And that's thank you, Sinjin. <laughs> thank you for doing that on the on the shirt. We appreciate that. You you guys talking about Gildan in the Discord right now? This don't buy it then. Somebody else. I swear to God, somebody else is gonna buy this. This is great. Appreciate this, Sinjin. This is dope. Um, let's look at this tapestry real quick. I told you I'd have the image. You can see the velvet situation going on, right? I think you guys you're, you're gonna want this on your bag. This is by Twisted Vacancy. Twisted Vacancy, great work. Thank you so much for this. Super dope. Um, this is a huge wall tapestry, okay? Um, but right here is this bankless tattoo long sleeve situation. It's on a heavier shirt than the one I'm wearing. Y'all, like we, we got a bunch of samples in from Metafactory. Wanted to make sure it all felt good on, a, on every part of the body. Um, this we, We're asking for heavier items, more premium feeling things. So this is going to be available for everybody today after I press publish on this thing. Awesome, guys. And so the reason why we are talking about this, in addition to getting into the details of what Bankless DAO has been up to, um, uh, we want to also talk about what it's like to work for a DAO because this is coming out of the Bankless DAO. Uh, and so, uh, Sinjin, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your experiences, uh, your experience being somebody, a part of a Bankless DAO and, and working with the DAO to, to produce some of these uh, apparel. Also, um, if, if uh, people don't know, this apparel is being uh, worked in collaboration with Bankless DAO and Metafactory DAO, which is a subject I also want to get into. What, what's it been like to be a DAO to DAO like collaborate, collaboration mm -hmm. environment? But, but first, Sinjin, um, I think people want to know what, it, what it's like to work for a DAO. Can you kind of sh uh, share your experiences with that? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was thinking about this, like what my experience was like. And I remember first coming in and like realizing I've never experienced anything like this is literally like, a beehive i don't know like there's all this chaos there's things going mm -hmm. on every channel and like all this like bubbling action creativity ideas and like honestly at first like for me it was a little like whoo like mm -hmm. i like standing you know like almost nauseous because like there was so much but once i started to like tune into it i could figure out like the potentials here are unlimited really um it, it's been cool because like i've been able to talk about my ideas that I want to do. People listen. Uh, people are like initiative. Like we, we're really in there just creating whatever we want, really. Whatever ideas are best is what wins. It's like a real meritocracy. Um, and so, yeah, from the beginning, we started with uh, when, when I joined, um, there was much more like 
uh, openness, kind of like chaos, and it's become like more organized into different projects. There's some really awesome uh, NFT projects going on, uh, and this apparel with Metafactory working with their DAO. Um, things get done and move really quick. There's like multiple eyeballs on things, multiple ideas. So um, I could wrap on that for a while. It's like mm -hmm. there's 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 a lot to speak about. It's like trying to talk about a 4D object and you only have 3D words. <laughs> That's an right. interesting way way to put it. That's definitely been my experience as well. Is that the the DAO world seems to be people think that decentralization is slow and it is right. Like Bitcoin is a slow um, a slow way to send money around. It takes uh, in de, uh, you only have so much block space. The the through line of, of decentralization is things slow down. But what's really been amazing for me is in the in the DAO with like the segregation of talent into different buckets some things move really really fast like we got a guy to make a, a just a, a design for an interim period between uh, a live stream just a, a 20 second graphic in five hours right uh, and that's going to come for the uh, Stanford DAO summit that is coming on the bankless stream on the 30th next week so stay tuned for that um, uh, and then also as well uh, the Metafact working with Metafactory DAO bankless DAO couldn't produce this stuff without Metafactory DAO. Uh, and so there's a lot of DAO to DAO collaboration that, that is adding new value into this world. And, and we, uh, we as Bankless DAO feel very aligned with Metafactory DAO because they are also directly going after culture and saying, hey, crypto is tight and we're going to change the world of culture. Yep, yep. They yeah, want to put actually, NFTs in your jeans, guys. <laughs> And you know what's cool? We had uh, this twisted vacancy. The whoever did the uh, the artist who did the velvet tapestry design that y'all saw, that artist came through us through Metafactory. Hmm. So that was another DAO. Like, hey, we have this talent over here. Someone made this for you guys. Boom! It's like it's a drop for us. So, are you a designer that? Uh, if are you listening to this right now, Bankless listener, and, and are, you're a designer and you can do something like, and you don't really, you're just learning about crypto and you're like, well, I don't know how my skills work with the crypto world. I don't really know how to make smart contracts or anything. Are you seeing what we're doing right here? Like we need you too. like, you can find a spot at any of these, at any of these protocols that you like, they want this too. We want this too. Obviously we're, we're doing it super hard right here at the Dow. So yeah, I want you to, if you're listening to this and you have skill sets, especially design, you make pixel art, you make art, you paint, let's fit, let's figure out a way to make it happen, right? Let's propagate the culture together. Yeah, awesome, this is guys. about a movement. This is about creating a, a culture and that's everybody. And you know, the finance part is one piece of it. I literally just did my first Uniswap just like last <laughs> month <laughs> and a, I'm, I'm still like learning so much. So you know, yeah, if you're a designer, you feel like you want to contribute to this, jump in. We, we, we have a space for you. We can, we'll create something together that hasn't been created before. All right, guys. I, yeah. that, and that was the apparel side of the show. For, and we didn't uh, name it, but all of the, uh, the revenue from the apparel shows that actually goes to Bankless DAO. Uh, we're a big fan of on-chain cash flows. Uh, and then there's also token sharing between Metafactory and Bankless DAO. We get the robot token. So DAO to DAO token swaps, absolutely crazy. We're on the absolute frontier of what's going on here. Uh, so Sinjin, thank you for coming on and showing us how you are going to outfit the bankless nation and the crypto industry at large with some dope swag that really changes the way that the world approaches apparel. Um, guys, we are going to be back with the second half of the show where Michael Wong and I debut something brand new on the bankless show. But first, before we get there, a moment to talk about some of these fantastic sponsors that make this show possible. 
Aave is a borrowing and lending protocol on Ethereum, and just recently released Aave version 2, which has a ton of cool new features that makes using Aave even more powerful. With Aave, you can leverage the full power of DeFi, Money Legos, Yield, and Composability all in one application. On Aave, there are a ton of assets that you can deposit in order to gain yield, and all of those same assets can also be borrowed from the protocol if you have deposited collateral. Here you can see me getting a 200 USDC loan against my portfolio of a number of different DeFi tokens and ETH. I'll choose a variable interest rate because it's a lower rate than the stable interest rate option, but I could choose the stable interest rate option if I wanted to lock that interest rate in permanently. One of Aave's V2 features is the ability to swap collateral without having to withdraw your assets, trade them on Uniswap, and then deposit them back into Aave. Aave does all of this for you all in one seamless transaction, so you don't have to repay loans in order to change the collateral you have backing them. Check out the power of Aave at Aave.com. That's A-A-V-E.com. Bankless is proud to be supported by Uniswap. Uniswap is a new paradigm in asset exchange infrastructure. Instead of a cumbersome order book system where trades are matched with other humans, Uniswap is an autonomous piece of software on Ethereum, which is what Ryan and I call a money robot. No human counterparties or centralized intermediaries, just autonomous code on Ethereum. Input the token you want to sell and receive the token you want to buy. Something brand new in the Uniswap ecosystem is the Uniswap Grants program is now accepting applications for grants. We have been saying this for a while and we'll say it again. DAOs have money and they are in need of labor. If you think that you have something to contribute to the Uniswap DAO, apply for a grant to Uniswap. Just look at the size of the Uniswap treasury. It's almost $3 billion. This mountain of capital is looking for labor. Do you have something of value to contribute to the Uniswap DAO? No matter how big or small your idea is, you can apply for a uni grant at unigrants.org and help steer Uniswap in the direction that you think it should go. That's exactly what we did to get Uniswap to be a sponsor for Bankless, and you can do the same for your project. Thank you, Uniswap, for sponsoring Bankless. All right, guys, we are back in the second half of the show where we have something brand new out of the Bankless ecosystem. Uh, but before we specifically go into it, we know that out of Bankless, we produce an absolute mountain of content. Sometimes it's even hard for me to keep up with. Uh, the Defiant produces content, the Block Write articles, CoinDesk Write articles. You know, if you want to get ahead and stay ahead in the, in this industry, to some degree, you have to consume as much content as possible. People w actually like inform themselves and consider content work in this space. Where if you are not listening to podcasts, if you are not reading articles, you're actually falling behind. And you know, to some degree, that that's actually a really interesting thing about this industry is that you know we are a, a, a industry of of blogs, articles, and and podcasts and, and YouTube videos. Um, but that's also I can imagine extremely tiring, right? How, how and we don't really have it as an industry have a way to unwind. Um, we Bankless is very proud to be an informational leader in this space, but it's also time to expand crypto content onto new frontiers. In the same way that we are changing the game of apparel, or at least we're trying to, we also want to change the game of what crypto content is like. Crypto culture is being established under our very noses, and it's time to produce content that allows the crypto community to turn off, relax, and be entertained. And so Banklish, Bankless is not only on a mission to inform you everything you need to know about you know, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and DeFi, but we are also on a mission to establish crypto culture, and we are doing that with a brand new show. Michael Wong, what is this brand new show? 
Hey, everybody. The show is called Top Signal. Top Signal. The newest show, crypto comedy show, variety show from Bankless. It's an experimental show, though. I just want to make that clear. It's experimental. Um, it, and I want to define it once again. It's it's a variety comedy show in the style of like Jimmy Fallon, uh, Sports Nation, if you remember that show, um, where we're going to bring on you know, the top crypto personalities uh, on stage and allow them to kind of take off their builder hat and put on their shit posting hat for everybody to enjoy. Um, it's, it's, it's when I say variety, that's kind of what I want people to think about. I want people to think about there being different types of segments. First and foremost, there, there's no fact checking on the show. We, I, me and David, we're not going to be fact checking on the show. Yes. We're going to have sponsors and sorry, sponsors. Thank you sponsors, but we're not going to be fact checking. This is about not about alpha more than it's about, talking about crypto it's it's where we're gonna go you ever seen ryan sean adams cope on state of the nation no he might do it on stop signal though he might do it on top we're gonna talk about the state of our zapper oh, no. <laughs> who knows what's going on we'll, we'll talk about some of the stuff we're going over uh but i want to talk about why this is important i don't think there's a place and you know this bankless listener there's no place for us other than the friday live stream with sass crack open a beer to kind of like you know lean back I don't want to talk about what's what's getting uh, um, pushed next on the on the sushi swap roadmap, but I do want to see OX Maki do some do some funny computer games, and I think we all would like to commentate on that. So that's the idea of Top Signal. You know, culture's our priority, not the markets. We're trying to engage with a with a cast of special guests, people that you all love, especially from crypto Twitter, uh, in an ever changing variety of sketches. And I think that this is really going to help people understand. There's more to there's more to this crypto thing, especially on the YouTube side. There's more to this crypto thing than just a bunch of dudes trying to make money, toxic energy. I mean, it's not going to be not toxic, but it's going to be fun. It's not going to be about money. So that's top sim, guys. I hope you I hope you uh you want to come tune in. If you are on crypto Twitter or you are inside of Discords, in my opinion, uh, we are really a really funny industry. Or at least maybe I'm just patting myself on the back as part of this industry and a content yeah. producer. But no, right. I think we have some of the best jokes in the absolute industry. A lot of it is on crypto Twitter. And we want to put some of those jokes into a YouTube form into a, a comedy and entertainment focused show. So we have little bits and gags lined up. We, uh, one of my favorite gags that I think <laughs> we're going to get into is pitch to me a 2017 ICO uh, and Michael Wong and I'm myself as the Drew Carey of the show, we shall award points or not to the, the best 2017 ICO pitches. We also yeah. have some, some, uh, you know, one-off special shows coming, coming up as well. We are uh, talking with uh, Alexandra Botez, the uh, chess streamer who is now producing Ethereum content. And we're going to, see if we can rally the four best chess players in the crypto world to take on Alexandra, who's absolutely going to wipe the board with us, but it'll be fun every step of the way. We also have trivia lined up and ready to go. Uh, and uh, this is a way to actually play trivia on your phones with an app uh, and actually play trivia on the actual stream. It's going to be actually fantastic. Uh, but this is, the cool thing is, 
Uh, this is another product out of the Bankless DAO is the Bankless DAO is going to get access to the Zoom webinar. And so the, the uh, link will go into the Bankless DAO. So if you are a DAO member, you get to be a part of the audience. Uh, and so when we call on the audience for inputs or just for prompts or, or participating in trivia, that's going to be a, uh, a part of the Bankless DAO. So DAO members get access to the stands, to the audience, uh, and, and get to direct some of the direction of these shows. Yeah, let me add some color to that one. Um, David and I were thinking about how, how can we get the DAO involved? Um, and he had this brilliant idea of like giving the DAO the front row seat in the web in the Zoom webinar room. That's the only comment section we're going to be you know involved with pretty much. I know a lot of you are going to be chirping in the Twitter comments and the YouTube comments. I'm, I'm laser focused on DAO stuff. So if you are a DAO member, we're trying to create more value for the DAO Um just being part of the DAO, right? Not only for the for the for all the revenue that's going to help fund the DAO treasury from the apparel side, but also creating clout around the membership, uh, around being a DAO uh, member um, by having a front row seat to top signal. It's going to be super fun, and it'll be the number one show to be on uh, in the audience of at least in crypto in crypto land. That's for sure. Let me, hey Dave, should I introduce myself real quick? Just I don't think people know sure. who I am. Um, my name is Michael Wong. You might have seen me on Twitter. Probably not. Um, I'm obviously friends with David here. Um, my claim to fame is I hired David into crypto old man style. Um, I, uh, this was in, this was back in 2017. Um, and that's how David and I, uh, came to be friends and came to be working in crypto. It was at an ICO firm and David was the only one who was just talking about Ethereum the entire time, kept his eyes on the prize and thereby helped me figure that out too. So thanks David. Um, I've been in the game for as long as a lot of you, um, shorter than longer than some of you. Uh, but I, you have never heard me talk about crypto on this podcast, but you're going to help. You're going to hear me talk about it on crypto on uh, top signal. Um, we're going to have fun though. I'm going to have fun. Obviously, if you can't feel my vibe right now, I'm trying to have fun. Um, I'm not trying to get bogged down, um, in market stuff on a Friday night. I don't think you are either. So that's the kind of vibe that we're bringing. David said he's trying to play chess with Alex. You're into both Tez. I'm trying to play like, uh, you know, uh, tic-tac-toe with Vitalik. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the kind of vibe. Where are you going to see that, that happen other than top mm-hmm. team? That's the place, right? Let me give you another example. David's talking about crypto comfort food on, on, top, on top signal. This is stuff that's easy to take in. Again, easy to cope with, easy to have fun with. Um, imagine, imagine a veteran police sketcher, okay, for a moment. Imagine a veteran police sketcher. 25 years in the force, drawn perps. All right. We're going to bring dude on and we're going to have him draw your favorite Anon crypto Twitter's uh, accounts. We're going to have him draw DGen Spartan, bro. Mm-hmm. Just based We're going to figure out tweets. who DGen Spartan is. And we're going to draw him little live. breadcrumbs and, and tweets all over the place. We're going to take get a police uh, sketcher to figure us yeah. out who this guy he, is. He's going he's gonna to be so shocked by how accurate it is that he's going <laughs> to come live on Top Signal to corroborate it for us. That's the vibe. That's a top signal vibe. Come watch it. We got our first show almost lined up, making sure that I got the, the schedule down. But we have Kevin Owaki, Anthony Cezano, and DeFi Dad coming a week from today, Tuesday, Tuesday night, uh, for the first ever top signal show. We are going to generate a, a fantastic agenda where the, the bits are going to come hard and fast and they're going to be funny. Uh, and then we are also working with uh, Ledger, Crypto Bobby, and Udi Wertheimer, uh, trying to corral <laughs> those boys into me. another show as well. Uh, it, 
it's going it's going to be a good time uh and i am actually really stoked for trivia personally i have 40 questions 40 trivia questions hard questions not easy questions uh and uh we're going to figure out how to source a prize for the winner of the trivia game again only accessible if you are a Bankless DAO member, uh, because that trivia room is going to fill up very fast. There's only 50 slots. I think there's yeah. 300 slots in the Zoom, but 50 slots in the trivia. Yeah. So it's going to be first come, first serve for, for DAO members only. Yeah. See, guys, who knows what's going to happen next week? That's that's what you should come to feel about with Top Signal. Like, holy moly, that was wild style. I just watched Hayden Adams do some crazy stuff on Top Signal. What's going to happen next week? That's mm -hmm. the vibe. Cold, yeah. content no matter the weather mm -hmm. oh that's that's a great way to put it and if yeah. we do our job we can host an environment where it took us forever to get hayden adams on and we have absolutely zero <laughs> conversations with him coming on top signal so do know that yeah. but it took us forever Important. to get him on bankless but what happens when the top signal vibe is just like no you don't have to come as hayden adams yeah, the founder dude. of uniswap you come as hayden adams the the shit poster on on crypto twitter yeah um, dude no alpha. Hey, I don't I don't want the alpha, bro. Like, okay, sure. Give me the alpha, but I'd rather see you acting a fool for everybody because we're having fun. That's the Jimmy Fallon vibe, right? <clears throat> Somebody will come on Jimmy Fallon or whatever the late night vibe is, have fun. And then the last thing they'll do is, hey, guys, like, you know, we're shipping XYZ or my new movie, right? So that's the vibe of Top Signal. Um, you don't need to be freaking 300 IQ to understand this, this stuff either. You know what I mean? You, you don't need a debrief episode. Hopefully there's no debrief <laughs> episodes about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, that's hopefully the vibe is connoting over the, over the mic. We're going to open up with the same intro every single time. There is no fact checking on top signal. <laughs> Everything is a superposition between a shit post psyops, a factual statement that de just deadlines or the world's greatest alpha. Uh, we don't know. It could be all of those things at once. Uh, that's not the point. And so you won't, you do not come to Top Signal to find out what to invest in. You come to <laughs> Top Signal to turn turn off and chillax and have a good time because crypto is hilarious. We just need find uh, to find ways to broadcast that hilarious uh, hilarious city. That's not a word. I'm not saying Hayden Adams is not going to come on to announce a V4. I'm. That's just. I'm, it could happen, but you're not coming on to, to find out if that's happening or not. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is a, definitely a time in the market where people kind of need this content. We oh, are yeah. going through, I think, a, people's, a large number of people's very first uh, emotional roller coaster when it comes to financial markets. Yeah, like I, I remember you and I went through our first uh, you know, episode of pain when uh, Ether dropped from $1,400 down to $660. And I'm like, guys, I'm going all in. Uh, and then this was in 2018. And then the next stop for Ether was $80. Um, I do not at all think that we are repeating that in any way, shape or form. I think just the market right now really wants to take people for a ride. Uh, and so I think people could use some content that, you know, still allows them to talk about their favorite subject, which is, of course, crypto. But again, it allows them to relax and turn the charts off and turn top signal on. Yeah. It's it's hard to be down 60% and then try and learn about um minor extractable value. I get it, guys. I get it. So let's, <laughs> let's I've been there. So let's let's try and figure something else out. I want to I want I want you to find out what uh Hayden Adams eats for lunch. I'm just gonna stop using his name, but uh, I'll stop invoking him. But listen, guys, it's gonna be a good time. I, I want to go through old Facebook photos and tag photos of Vitalik's Facebook. Like I'm gonna help us figure that out. We'll mm -hmm. we'll we'll find out. If you want to, if you want to see what's in between the lines of crypto, in between the charts, and what goes on past that kind of stuff, 
come watch Top Signal. We'll figure it out. And who knows? Maybe some good insights do actually come out of Top Signal. No guarantees. Um, but uh, the show's called Top Signal after it's all. It's called Top so. Signal for a reason. Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Michael Wong, anything you else you wanted to share about Top Signal? Or shall, shall we wrap this up? Yeah, no, I'm excited for you guys to uh, thank you for, for having me on to talk about it. Um, you guys got to see this show. Um, you got to be inside of the webinar uh, room if you can. Uh, figure out how to get part of the DAO if not. Um, but yeah, so thankful for the opportunity and excited about Top Signal. Come join yeah. us. And this this show is an experiment. We are kind of flying by the seat of our pants. We have our we sponsors are really, really good ideas, uh, but uh, we'll see how they actually land. Uh, but I also think there's a ton of talent in this space. Uh, Kevin, uh, um, uh, we, we, there's a, a member out of the uh, Uniswap, uh, Uniswap DAO that hit us up and say, hey, I used to do stand-up in a previous life. So bring, <laughs> bring me on. So we, we, got, we got people like that. Uh, once again, invoking Hayden Adams. Hayden Adams uh, is a rapper, first and foremost. Okay, uh, if we can get Hayden Adams to rap on Top Signal, I will call it a lot. Freestyle quite a bit. I will freestyle with Hayden Adams. I will do whatever he can beat me Eminem style. I'll be the other guy. Um, however you want to get it done, Hayden. I'm excited. Well, it's a talent show. We'll have a talent show one week, bro. Mm -hmm. Come on and do your do your silly little talent. Well, I, I want to see someone knit something live on top signal. That's happening. You know what I mean? So thank you for the idea. It's a good one. I think you guys are already getting a little bit of a taste as to what this show will look like. What happens when Ryan is out for the week? <laughs> <laughs> we go rogue and we launch a new show. Um, like I said, Ryan will be back next week for next week's State of the Nation. But uh, I think people kind of wanted to uh, get a different vibe because the market is giving us a different vibe right now. And so we also want to give a different vibe to the listeners of Bankless as well. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, and it's been a, it's been a crazy month. And I'm happy you're still listening and with us. Um, there's a lot more to come. Let's 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 buckle down and learn some learn some stuff. All right, Bankless Nation, that is it for the show today. As always, Ether is risky, crypto is risky, DeFi is risky, Top Signal. Hopefully, it's funny. It's but very, very risky though. Very risky. Also, also really, <laughs> you, could, you could lose what we you could lose what you put in. We are headed west. We are on the frontier. It isn't for everyone, but we are glad you are with us on the Bankless journey. Thanks a lot.